guys. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today we're joined by another lovely friend of mine, Polino. Hello, thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. Yes, of course. Um, so Polino, do you want to share a little bit about yourself? Maybe your major and um, your uh, year and maybe where you are, what you call home? Yes, of course. So I'm currently a graduate student at Wheaton. And I used to do undergraduate at Wheaton, and when I was an undergraduate student, I majored in biology with a minor in art. Wow. And currently, I am pursuing a master's in teaching, so kind of interested in, like, teaching biology. Mm-hmm. But where I call home is pretty far away. So I'm originally from Ukraine, so I'm an international student okay. yeah. in America. Yes, yeah, so I grew up in Ukraine my whole life in the capital, Kiev, and mm-hmm. then I moved to, I moved to Wheaton when I was moving for college. So I kind of just five years ago moved to U.S. and I've been here for the past five years. That's so cool. Um, What did you first think of when you came to the U.S.? Yeah, I think it was definitely a shock because I never even toured Wheaton before coming. I was just (laughs) kind of like, well, I need to pick a school. And my biology teacher in high school actually went to Wheaton. So Mm -hmm. I like heard of Wheaton and that. And I'm like, I just applied, and I was thinking, I'll just go. So, yeah, I think it was definitely a shock, and I think I was pretty sad mm-hmm. coming. I think there's just such a big transition, so I think there were things I was excited about, mm-hmm. but I was definitely really overwhelmed. I went to a pretty small school, and Ukraine mm-hmm. is pretty different from America. Yeah. So I think it came with a lot of loss, but mm-hmm. also a lot of new things that were yeah, good. That's- well, I'm glad to hear that you've been mm-hmm. able to find yourself a little, like, home here mm-hmm. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, if you guys haven't gotten a chance to look at Polina's um, submission for the inheritance issue, she submitted a, a piece of visual art, and it's untitled, and it's beautiful. So, we'll be talking about that throughout this episode. Um, so, you want to tell me a little bit more about, like, the environment that you grew up in and, like, what... What kind of things um, about Ukraine and like your childhood kind of stand out to you? Yeah, of course. So my family, we grew up Eastern Orthodox. There are a lot of people in my family are just like loosely Eastern Orthodox, mm-hmm. but that definitely still has been like a faith portion that's been pretty important. So yeah. like imagery and iconography has been part mm-hmm. of our household, and that was pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think, yeah, and. The piece that I did, so a lot of the reasons why the piece that I've made reminded me of inheritance originally was because of the necklace Mm -hmm. that I did. And this necklace is supposed to be like a symbol. So it's called Alatir, which is supposed to be a symbol in like Slavic mythology for like a charm or like something like that. It has a lot of history that has to do with that. Mm So first, it's been a very meaningful necklace for me, so mm-hmm. I thought, oh, I would love to make a piece that really connects to home mm-hmm. in that way. So yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, for those of you guys who are listening, Polina is mm. actually wearing the same necklace yeah, today. Yeah, so I always wear it. Oh, so it's very much an actual true mm-hmm. kind of um, um, element, I think, to just kind of your life. Um, yeah, that's so cool. So what, you kind of mentioned the necklace specifically, but mm-hmm. maybe are there characteristics of the woman that you kind of portrayed um, that is like a reflection of your upbringing in Ukraine? Yeah, that's a good question. 
yeah, so a little bit when I was writing the bio portion of my piece, I talked about how as I was working on this piece, mm -hmm. I really reflected on the fact that inheritance, yeah, like the necklace, we always think about inheritance like a necklace or jewelry that's passed down. Yeah. But also just thinking about like your body as a form of inheritance. Mm -hmm. And for me, especially like women in my family have always been very prominent figures. Mm -hmm. I'm really close with my mom and really close with my grandma. Well, like, my grandpas have never really been part of my life. Mm -hmm. So I think just, like, also thinking about, like, the lineage of women in my family and just yeah. thinking about like, we all have at least, like, wavy hair or there's just certain mm -hmm. features of our bodies. Like, this isn't really portrayed as much, but, like, we all kind of have bags under our eyes. And that's mm -hmm. something I haven't always, like, loved about myself. Mm -hmm. But that is a form of, like, bodily inheritance that I got from yeah. my mom and in general, like, when I look at her eyes, they're similar to mine. Mm -hmm. So just reflecting on how paint, and, like, paint is a medium that I really love to use. Yeah. So just that connection of, like, paint and being able to really, like, transcend and portray that kind of line mm -hmm. of inheritance. And as far as this necklace and connection to women in my family, so I got this necklace from my mom, which is already really meaningful to me. Mm -hmm. And the actual, like, circular part, the alatir, she got from my great aunt wow. and the chain from it she got from my great grandma so it's even the necklace itself is really infused mm -hmm. with a lot of family history and my mom has always been really connected to both my great aunt and my great grandma mm -hmm. and I've always grown up hearing stories yeah. for example she's always been telling me that my great grandma was one of the first women in like her area who was driving a truck at the time and so she was like oh a truck goodness. driver and our other grandma was, like, driving a train and stuff like that. So they just, like, were always really pioneers for their time. Yeah. Which has been always really inspiring to me. And same with, like, my grandma and my mom. So I think just, like, wearing that necklace, but also mm -hmm. even more than that, like, just, like, having, like, being in the body that I'm in really reminds me and grounds me with yeah. the family lineage that mm -hmm. I have. That is such good, like, insight on just who we are and how much of us is like part of our family and the people that we come from but also there are parts of us that are individually that are uniquely like ourselves mm -hmm. um but while wow, like the different elements of the necklace I did not realize there was so much history mm -hmm. to that that is amazing that you've had a whole network of strong women to kind of yeah. just really empower you and remind you like what it is to like to be either just a woman in, in society but also just a woman in God in mm -hmm. God's eyes so that that is really really amazing yeah. Um, and so you mentioned the woman in your family mm -hmm. specifically. What else can you tell about them? Are there, what else can you tell us about them? Like, are there any quirks, any funny things that you kind of, that kind of shaped your like mm -hmm. experiences with them? Mm -hmm. I remember this boy I used to date, like I brought him home mm -hmm. um, and my grandma just sat him down and, you know, he only spoke English and like, she didn't really speak English, but she had to be translated and she was like, you cannot stand in the way of Polina's education. <laughs> she was just like, you, like, she is going to go to school. Like, from yeah. at least for my grandma, like, education is a really big portion mm -hmm. of that. But she, she's just always been like, that is like, you need to go to school so you can be independently yourself. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and for my mom, my mom has always had her own business. Mm -hmm. And she's just always, like, for example, right now, she has a strawberry farm and a greenhouse. Wow. So even in that, it's interesting because, like, right now I work at a greenhouse. And I've mm -hmm. always just, like, thought of that as, like, my own thing. <laughs> but she's so, yes, it's interesting just seeing there's definitely, like, parallels in, like, 
my mom and I often talk about how, like, periods of her life mm-hmm. that are, like, happy or sad really mirror, like, whatever emotional state, like, I'm in right now. Yeah. So often we, what I love about my family is that we are very open in talking about, like, what is emotionally going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. And that really has made me feel a lot closer to mm-hmm. them. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's amazing. And the strawberry farm is, mm-hmm. that sounds so fun to just kind of be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I that is so cool that you have these like un kind of these connections to the women in your family and other members, um, without even that are not maybe as inherent or obvious to the eye, but then once you kind of start looking at them and maybe through the process of your painting this um portrait, then you'll then you've kind of like come to discover like what more of my life is kind of you know, influenced or mirrored by mm-hmm. the woman in my family. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, and so you mentioned that you're studying biology mm-hmm. or typic- actually specifically education now, mm-hmm. which is also really cool because it's tied to what your grandma said about mm-hmm. not interfering yeah. with your education, and mm-hmm. now you're trying to foster that in other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was your inspiration behind choosing biology with art? Because those are so different in some ways. Yeah, for sure. I think... In the moment when I was doing a lot of science classes at Wheaton, I just like wanted a break and I wanted a new yeah. outlet to just connect with the world mm-hmm. and just a different way of thinking mm-hmm. because so much I was just doing a lot of blogs and I was just doing a lot of reading. Yeah. So that was one of the things. Also, it's interesting because back to like talking even about women in my family, my aunt is an artist. Wow. Yeah, and my grandma paints a lot too. So mm-hmm. there's also a lot of even art in the women in my family. Yeah. But, yeah, so I kind of just wanted a different outlet. I never thought about doing art as a job because I think, mm-hmm. at least for me, I always wanted it to be, like, a little bit of my own thing that mm-hmm. doesn't add that stress of a job. Yeah. But I think mostly I was just, like, I know that I have space in my schedule and this is the best way that mm-hmm. I can grow and get better at this. Yeah. And I'm not one of those people that it's easy for me to just self-discipline, like, create a schedule myself. So having, mm-hmm. a, like, a continuous, like, program and classes yeah. really, I knew would help me grow through that. So that was kind of why I chose art mm-hmm. in that moment. And then I've also really always thought that having another, like, minor and having art will make me a better biology teacher. Mm-hmm. Like, I always thought that that will allow me to connect with students much more. Yeah. And especially the students who don't connect with science very easily yeah, and that's just so like true. facilitate teaching science and because mm-hmm. like illustrations and so many things are yeah. such a good way to teach. Things. Yeah, that is wonderful. I cannot wait to see the kind of teacher that you become <laughs> and I'm sure your kids will love the intersection between biology and art because I think in a lot of ways, as we've learned at Wheaton with liberal arts, um, there are a lot of connections between what seems to be drastically different studies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that just reminds us that the world is, you know, very holistic. Yeah, so it's that, very liberal arts. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and my thesis, so basically for my master's, mm-hmm. I have to write a thesis, yeah. and I really wanted to pick a thesis that was something that was really me to motivate me to work on it better, mm-hmm. you know. I wanted to do something I'm really passionate about. And something I've learned that there's this movement called integration of arts into STEM classes. So yeah. it's STEAM. Yes. But I was like, this is perfect for me. Mm-hmm. And I just really enjoy learning more. Like it further grows with my passion of how to teach biology in a new and creative way. Mm-hmm. And so many processes that have to do with art, like 
risk taking and create creative thinking is a lot of it what you do when you like discover something in science Mm -hmm. and there's a big movement into making biology classes a lot more like how biology would look like in the real world so Mm -hmm. instead of just like reading textbooks like my students are like little biologists that are discovering things and a lot of like the actual part of discovery is pretty similar Mm -hmm in in art because you're just like discovering the world through this painting yeah mm-hmm. that is so true um and you also mentioned like just like the medium of paint as mm-hmm. kind of your preferred like mm-hmm. um preferred art style and so what was your process like for painting this portrait and specifically like just in general p- people and bodies mm-hmm. yeah I think I just I love the fluidity of paint and mm-hmm. just how much control you can have with like a vibrant color or not and how much of a statement each little brush stroke can make. Yeah. And it's really interesting how when you look at artists through history, like mm-hmm. their brush strokes are their own like form of signature yeah. in painting. So yeah, when I was painting this piece, mm-hmm. I think I really wanted to preserve so something that really fascinates me about painting bodies. Mm-hmm. And during this whole time that I was working on this piece, I was part of, I was in a class that I kind of designed myself that really focused on painting people. So a lot of it was portraits or just bodies in general. Mm -hmm. But what really fascinates me is seeing a lot of color in a body. So for Mm -hmm. example, in the piece I have, there's a lot of like pinks and like oranges and colors that are almost like exaggerated but really portray more the feeling of a body yeah so something I really like to think about in my paintings is I really want them to feel alive Mm -hmm. and I really want them to feel like yeah they have like motion and Mm -hmm. like life in them and more capture the essence of the work rather than the exact like details of everything yeah so I think that's something that I was really thinking about Mm -hmm. so it's interesting because when you look at this piece like the necklace is really not even that much I didn't spend spend like that much time actually portraying the yeah. necklace. A lot of it has to do with more just like the skin tones and mm-hmm. the motions of breaststrokes. But yeah, I think a lot of it had to do with how do I kind of portray this piece as alive as it can and kind of tell mm-hmm. like what have I seen in it. Yeah. Um, well I remember in our earlier conversation you mentioned like one of your favorite like or your proudest proudest aspects of this painting was kind of the brush stroke like kind of boldness of the pink on the shoulder which really captures kind of just the liveliness of just Mm -hmm. our skin and how how vital that is for living yeah because without our skin we are I mean we're just bone and muscle it's the biggest organ exactly (laughs) um so that is just so Mm -hmm. cool that you can really like capture just kind of the essence of who we are and portray that in a very like life-giving way Um, and yeah, it's, I love your painting. It is amazing. Um, and then just a couple more questions. Um, are there any differences in like, have you found any differences in like the portrayal of bodies and people between like your homeland, Ukraine and here in the U S? Yeah, that is a really good question. Um, I think there are for sure a lot of differences. So one of the things it's kind of interesting because I feel like there's ways that Ukraine has more maybe move forward in like yeah. ways they look, but then there's other things where I admire more about how U.S. views bodies. Mm-hmm. So I think in general, Ukraine is a lot more comfortable with bodies as like a concept. Like there's a lot more like they're comfortable with like nudity in art or yeah. just like they're a lot more comfortable with just like bodies mm-hmm. being bodies and there's yeah. less like shame I think around it. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I think 
something that I really enjoyed in America, there's a lot more embrace of, like, flaws of bodies and just, yeah. like, imperfections that most, like, everyone has. Mm-hmm. While in Ukraine, I would say there's still that idea of, like, moving to the ideal body or, like, mm-hmm. there's less of a push to really highlight on the areas of your body that are maybe not traditionally yeah. what they are. And this piece really is not, that's not really the role of this piece in particular, but I love painting bodies just like how they are not Mm -hmm. blemished but things for example like even with me like bags under my eyes I really love to paint them in my portraits because that is part of who I am and Mm -hmm. I think just like turning that around making those things beautiful and paint can make anything beautiful so that even is like another way of so I think what I like about America is that there's a lot more of that embrace of things like that yeah which I think is a very good and necessary thing to do if we want to be more comfortable in our bodies. Mm -hmm. That is very true. I think body Mm -hmm. image is just such a big issue just Mm -hmm. globally. And I think as Christians, we should kind of foster this idea that like God created us in his image. And so to love every part of ourselves, whether or not it's so-called blemished or not, is very important. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, to love your insecurities is just such a big, like, growth kind of move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this whole, like, time of painting bodies has really, like, made me reflect a lot more mm-hmm. on just my body and the way I view other people's bodies. Yeah. And kind of, like, when you paint, just anything really looks beautiful. So, like, mm-hmm. I'll paint, like, an apple, and now, to me, it's, like, the most beautiful apple. So, it yeah. really is a very, like, healing way to co- connect with yeah. your body and really just view your body as a really beautiful mm-hmm. thing. That is so true, yeah. And then you also mentioned, I think, in our earlier conversation that you talked about how um, art is kind of just a dance between the painter yeah. and the painting. And that was that's something that's kind of struck out to me since. And I think when you talk about kind of coming to love parts of you, mm-hmm. this kind of dance is just very... The whole process is just such a beautiful process. Mm-hmm. You cannot help but kind of admire the things that you are portraying. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's just yeah. so important. Exactly, exactly. It's so much of like you have this idea or, like, a reference if you're painting from something that you want to do. But so much of it is, yeah, this dance that I've said earlier Mm -hmm. that you kind of let the painting guide you and, and like, your thought processes are kind of encapsulated in the paintings you do and it's a little bit, like, a part of you and you're just working with it. It's like a conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think similarly you can even romanticize and look at that with, like, a scientific experiment. Like, if you're doing a study, like, the research that you're doing, and I think that would, would be something I would want to inspire my students in, is that it's kind of like a conversation where, like, mm-hmm. you have an idea of where you think your research is going to take you. You have your mm-hmm. hypothesis, right? Mm-hmm. But then, like, the research takes you where it does, and you have to be unbiased and really look at it, and it's yeah. kind of almost a conversation with that aspect of science. Mm-hmm. Yes, the flexibility is very mm-hmm. important. Um, and then just one last thing, kind of, you did touch on, like, your knowledge and your perception of inheritance, but how does that, how has that evolved, and how do you, what do you kind of want for it to continue to become in your life now that you've kind of taken this step to contribute this wonderful piece of art? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I think inheritance, or, I don't know if I've always thought of it as, like, the word inheritance, but inheritance and just things of home have Mm -hmm. something I've been thinking about ever since I moved to U.S. Yeah. Because I did really feel a profound loss of, Mm -hmm. like, something that was me, when I moved here and I think it made me think about like well a hundred percent of my body has physically moved to U.S. like why do I feel so lost yeah like why do I feel so empty and I think a lot of it and it is different for different people but for me like a lot of 
my family history really grounds me, whether yeah. I knew that or not. At the time when I like lived with my family, I think mm-hmm. I just took it for granted. But when I kind of lost it, I really felt that profound loss. And I think mm-hmm. just for me, inheritance is just thinking about something that really grounds me and kind of mm-hmm. gives me roots. And that doesn't mean that I always have to be in that country or always be that mm-hmm. way, but just figuring out how can I take those pieces with me and move mm-hmm. forward and not feel like if I'm taking like the next step of moving somewhere I'm losing myself but figuring out how can I take those things and how to like integrate like my understanding of my family mm-hmm. in me yeah I think just like it's a constant journey for me and yeah still being really far away from my family is something I think about a lot of how do I feel connected with them and I think some of that mm-hmm. is through a necklace or just having a similar job than my mom but yeah. Yeah, I think just, or learning more about them. But yeah, I think this is a constant journey for me of figuring out how to feel more connected to my family. Wow, yeah, that is, that's really, really amazing. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for joining me today. This was such a wonderful conversation. Yeah, thank Um, you so much. If you haven't read the foul issue yet, be sure to visit our website, wheatonpub.com, and follow us on Instagram, at wheatonpub. Thank you for joining me, and I hope you tune in next time.